Welcome to Genius Leadership Podcast, where we discuss how to overcome everything as a leader. I'm your host, Anna Liebel, a mind shifter, helping male leaders in tech get out of the firefighting mode, become the proactive leaders they want to be, and enjoy the ride as they go. Join me every week for honest, insightful conversations with corporate, entrepreneurial, and academic leaders. We discuss their roller coaster ride of leading from their zone of genius and when they don't. If you find this show valuable, please subscribe and share it so that more of us can live a healthier and happier life. Now, let's get into the episode. Good morning, genius leader, or maybe for you it's not morning, but for me it is. I'm recording this on the Saturday morning while my family is out doing the grocery shopping for the week. And um, because my week has been a bit busier than usual, um, while I was also creating space for my um, personal practice with um, meditation, with sports, movement, and, and whatnot, I postponed this uh, recording until now, which is how it is sometimes for entrepreneurs and solopreneurs, right? So today I want to talk about a thing that I see quite a lot now in the space in towards the end of the year, and that, to be honest, annoys me. So I'll be a bit of a ranting here, but uh, I promise to make it constructive and actually make some suggestions and explain why I'm doing it the way that I'm doing or thinking and feeling about it the, the way I'm thinking and feeling. So I will actually base this podcast on the newsletter that I wrote yesterday and sent it out, or I wrote it earlier, but I sent it out yesterday. And I also drop a link in the show notes to subscribe to my newsletter if you want to receive them. Uh, it's bi-weekly, so I'm not in your inbox uh, every day or stuff like that. But this is just one of my more intimate ways of sharing with people, going a bit deeper than maybe a LinkedIn post, uh, renting a bit more if I feel like um, maybe the more general space is not yet ready for that and stuff like that. So uh, subscribe if uh, this sounds interesting. So I will read out bits and pieces of the uh, newsletter and then I'll go deeper into some of the things uh, so that it might sound a bit more like I'm reading from a script because... At some parts, I will actually do that. So I call that newsletter sprinting towards Christmas. And I want to, you to reflect on whether you feel like the year is almost over. We, like right now, when I'm sitting here, it's 3rd of December. So it's still four weeks of the year, which is one twelfth of the year. But at the same time, a lot of people are already checking out or vice versa. They are sprinting and racing like crazy at the moment. And um, that's a very interesting thing for me to observe. So as you might hear, I have a negative attitude towards this phase around the approaching year shift. And what I see is then in case of many professionals, this race or this trend reminds me of a weird race that sounds like an ultra marathon, let's say 520 kilometers long. And people get on the track quite often without proper preparations. Quite often, they don't have a good team to support them on that track and make sure that they're healthy and they actually survive that uh, race. And if the race was not tough enough by itself with 520 kilometers, the runners decide to sprint parts of them, of the distance, every now and then. And usually what I see, it, it happens around 240 kilometers for like 20 kilometers or so, and then around 470, 480 kilometers until the end of the race. And if you th hear about the sprinting parts, you, you would maybe think, yeah, well, guess they take some proper rest after those sprints. But nope, 
these people think they would take a proper rest once they're done sprinting. But once they're there, they just keep going. And to me, those sprints in this analogy are the weeks before summer vacation. And okay, I'm now generalizing more on the Nordics because that's my main audience in my connections. And then around the Christmas holidays or just before the Christmas holidays. And to me, it's really upsetting to see great professionals who go at crazy pace the whole year, which is just the necessity nowadays. So it's never easy <laughs> these days. So they go at this crazy pace the whole year. And then they just get even crazier around those seasons before summer holidays and before Christmas. And I'm getting um, messages when I catch, catch up with people or try to catch up with people in my uh, network. Let's reconnect in January. It will be calmer then. And then January comes. And guess what? They're again full speed with no headspace whatsoever to take care of their brain performance and their mental health. I also get messages like, yeah, I'm all good. I'm looking forward to Christmas and the time off. Just so that I learn later that they, towards Christmas or around Christmas, they hit that wall, the burnout, they crash during the holidays, or at the very best, they start slowing down just towards the end of vacation when it's time to get on the track again and get crazy at the racing. So the thing is, and I really want you to listen carefully here, because those are the mind shifts that I need you to understand. Tomorrow will only be better if you take control over your today. Next month will only be more spacious if you make space a recurrent theme in your calendar now. The new year will only be better than this one if you lay a foundation for that now. And when I talk about foundation, it's not you're working your tail off this year. The foundation is Investing continuously in your well-being and your sustainable performance. The foundation is making time for deep, meaningful reflection. The foundation is finding ways of charging your batteries in the way that is best for you. Not for someone else, not what the trends are talking about and so on, but for you. And the foundation is about getting into the habit of asking for help and accepting it. Remember when I compared to the race that people usually don't have a proper team who can support them on their go. And even if there are people along that track who are standing there and trying to give us water and so on, or maybe provide some medical help if we, if we twist our ankle or whatever, we're just like, no, 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 I'm fine. And you just continue running. Stop doing that to yourself and the people around. It's not serving anyone. So what do I want to see as a trend instead of all this rent that I'm going on right now? I want to see shorter goal cycles. Because quite often we set those ambitious goals for ourselves and we get busy in the motions and in the trenches in the meantime, in between, and we get lost, we lose focus on those main goals of ours, uh, we get a lot of other things done in, in between, and that's why we get into this sprinting mode on the ultramarathon track towards the end of uh, some kind of cycle. So one of the ways to set the right level of goals and also to stay focused on those goals that really matter to you, to your business, to your career, whatever it is, is to shorten the cycle. Because then you have a bit of more time pressure. And I'll talk about the, it's not about the stress and really getting yourself to burn out, but you get more laser focus on the things that really matter to you. And whatever comes new to your table, you have to weigh it in. Does it fit does it compromise my goals? 
if I accept this, if I take this new goal, a new task, whatever on, what do I do with the rest? It really helps you to filter things more clearly. And I don't know whether you've read about the, uh, or read that book, uh, the uh, 12-week year. I'm using method from there for planning and goal setting for myself and quite a lot for my clients. And you know what? I, I, I actually will add a link in the show notes to the template that uh, I've developed for uh, for my clients and for myself based on that book and the methodology there. I've only so far shared it with my clients, so but it's Christmas time soon, so let's be generous, right? It's quite simple. You have a main tab with uh, where you really set the focus on for the next 12 weeks, and then you break it down into the weeks and follow it up in every next tab. So the idea behind this method is that quite often we set those goals for long term, but for our brain, it's impossible to stay focused for that long on the same thing. All the shiny object syndrome comes in. It's easy for us to lose focus. It's easy for us to get distracted and so on. And as I said, uh, shortening this cycle for the goal setting helps you stay focused on the things that matter. And that's why the book is talking about achieve to, uh, more within 12 weeks what people uh, achieve in, in a year. And it does work that way. I really tell you, I'm telling you that. So you will see the um, template. Uh, please feel free to make your own copy and start working with it. If you have any questions, just send them to me via LinkedIn a message or on uh, um, via email info at annaliebel.com. Uh, I'm more than happy to uh, walk you through that if needed. So that is one of the things I want to see changing. I want us to stop thinking about a year as the the track for running. I want us to shorter those races of ours and really think sprints. And talking about sprints, and uh, as I said, going back to not getting too much into stressing ourselves even more with more goals per year. I want stress, or stress, (laughs) I want rest and recovery being built in into the design of your planning of sprints, of those quarters, of those 12 weeks. So what I usually ask my clients to do uh, when you'll see in the template, there are three goals that you write down for the quarter, and then you break it down what has to happen for that goal to be achieved. And I always ask them to have this third goal as a lifestyle or a quality of life, your health, your well-being, or whatever you decide to call it, category. So the other two might be both business-related or work-related. It could be that one is business-related, one is family or, I don't know, relationships, hobbies-related, whatever. But one has to be about your well-being. And that is the key point of this. I want us to build in that rest and recovery on a daily and weekly basis, not on a yearly or uh, half-year basis when we get to the summer holidays and we just crash, when we get to the Christmas holidays and we crash. I really hate seeing that. (laughs) Now, as I said, I'm renting, but this is just something that is making such a huge disservice to ourselves and the society, our employees, our family members, whatever. So what I want to see instead is that we do have the trust and recovery built in into the daily uh, life of ours. And then the vacation becomes this time for deeper reflection, for deeper connection to uh, the people who we care about, to deeper connection with ourselves. But you hear I'm saying not a for a reconnection or stuff like that. 
It's for going further or deeper in something that is already there. This is what I want us to focus on, that we have that foundation. We nurture it and we maintain it daily. And then those vacation periods are something to maybe go a bit higher, to look at uh, our life from the bird bird eye's view, going deeper in the reflection and uh, care for ourselves and our dear, dear ones. But it's not those two times per year or whatever it is for you when you do that or you start from scratch. No, please, 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 please start reflecting on how you can change that. And let's be straightforward here. I am using the end of the year as well for myself. As I said, as a deeper reflection, I try to take a day off. I love doing it on the travel. If I ideally on the train, this is my really flow reflection time. I absolutely love sitting down with a notebook on the train and just start thinking, how has the year been? I'm using a lot of different prompts and questions for, for structured reflection on that with questions like what I want to take with me. Uh, from this year, what I want to leave in this year, what I have learned, uh, what I want to learn, and, and so on and so forth. And then I also uh, look ahead. And in the past years, it has been much more about the feelings and about my development and how I want to be throughout the year. That's the level that I'm setting for the year ahead. And then I start breaking it down and I take the first quarter. Okay, for, for me to be that person in the end of the year, what makes sense to focus on in the first quarter, and then I sit down the uh, set down those goals for the twelve weeks. So it's fine to use this reflection time uh, or to use this opportunity of Christmas time off for reflection. But as I said, there is a foundation built, and I don't need to start from scratch uh, there. And last year, I've I spent more than two days in different constellations alone with my mastermind buddies and with a friend of mine just to do this work, to look at my life together with them, those who, who, who see it from the, from the side, who are cheering on me and uh, helping me, but I also sit alone and, and think and reflect. So really try to shift that if that's not how you function and see what, what um, that brings into your life. And I also want us to see this change of being okay with not reaching 100% of our goals for the year. Because the last three years has shown how much is changing nowadays uh, outside of us. There are a lot of circumstances that do not depend on us and our commitment, our motivation, our hard work, and so on and so forth. And that is that can be difficult. If you set the goals as if you would be God and could affect everything or control everything, and then that is not happening, we can be quite hard on ourselves. An inner critic can be quite loud. And that's what I want also um, to encourage you to shift. And that's where it could be good to think in the terms of feelings and the person you want to be and not some measurable goals purely. Of course, it's good to have some metrics. Of course, it's good to have some uh, KPIs that you can reflect on. But I do want to have those feelings and less quantifiable things for you to uh, to work towards and to to focus on during the year and the quarters. So I just want to emphasize that I know that we all mean well for ourselves and the people around ourselves. And sometimes even with the best intentions, we get it wrong. And I'm doing this episode and I'm ranting here because I'm 
annoyed and I'm also very sad seeing so many wonderful humans and amazing professionals hurting themselves by not taking better care of their most important assets, the energy, their health, and their dreams. And I want us to do a better job with this race. So let's take again the year as the race. And I want you to reflect what would be the perfect pace for me on this track. I want you to think, why the heck are you actually racing at all? Do you want to do that? And what kind of race would be the best one for you? What kind of milestones you want to have? Why are you choosing this race? Maybe it's for for the challenge of it. Maybe it is about the atmosphere. Maybe it's about the time of the year when you do this race or the landscape you're running through. But that's the thing. Reflect on what do I want to have from this race, from the next year of mine? And set the goals from that space. I want us to act. I want us to be that change that we want to see in our society because so many people are frustrated with what is going on right now. And I want to remind you that you do have the power. We all are changing this society for better or worse. There is no neutral state. It's really a better or worse. And we do those changes or we we contribute to those changes every single day. So cliche as it sounds, the change starts with us and the seed for it and the roots for it is within ourselves. It's something that we need to build, that inner core that has to be strong so that when the seedling comes through the soil and gets under the sun, it actually is a beautiful forest and a a good forest and not just weeds that we are putting out in the society and the difference that we make. So I want you to take this month to really start reflecting on these things. What is my race? How do I want to go on it? What's my pace with it? And start looking at those shifts that I have talked about, about the duration of the race or the sprints, about the rest and recovery being built in, about the team that we want to have along along the track for ourselves and so on and so forth. So please check out the template. I did not create like created myself. It, as I said, it's based on the book and the method that it describes there. I'll actually put the link to the book as well in case you want to give it a listen or read it. And let's keep moving towards the better society together. Thanks for listening and talk to you next time. Thank you for joining us for this episode of the Genius Leadership Podcast. If you enjoyed the conversation, hit the subscribe button. Please rate, review, and share to help more people discover the show and become the better leaders. For more conversations about living in your zone of genius, connect with me on LinkedIn. Genius Leadership is an honest conversation about leading yourself and others. And it is my honor to be your guide in overcoming everything.